Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Except uh, every uh, day of prayer on a Friday, day of Juma, when the Imam speaks to those who assemble in the mosque, in countries around the globe, if we haven't bribed them to be our friends with billions and billions of dollars, they parade out into the streets and what do they do? Death to the evil Satan America. Death to the little Satan Israel, right? I mean, it's universal. So... Always looking for friends. If you can't convince them of your virtue, uh, you bribe them, right? Isn't that uh, what you generally do? But I was listening intently to Sid Rosenberg because, as you know, I'm on with Sid every morning, 7.05, Monday through Fridays, to Bill O'Reilly, who followed in the next hour. And he made a statement that may appear to be true, but I'm going to peel back the layers and tell you why. It's not the case. I'd say 80% of New Yorkers are on the side of Israel. How do you know that? Because when I see these pro-Israel rallies, for every one of them, there's four pro-Palestinians at their rallies. Yeah, but that's because they're organized, and the pro-Israel force is not. Well, you know, I'm going to help later on. Uh, Sid charged me with responsibility after a conversation with his wife, Danielle, who is now going to Shabbat services uh, once a month to show solidarity with Israel, something she had not been doing on a Friday night, dragging along Sid, who would much rather be at Michael's, as you know, having a veal parmesan, right? I mean, we know that. Michael's in Brooklyn. But anyway, I digress. So Bill Riley feels that 80% of New York City residents are aligned with Israel. Huh. Maybe you could perceive that from afar. But let me give you an idea with boots on the ground, the probability of what it really is. Like, for instance, yesterday, the pro-Palestinian Jews for justice, Jews for Palestinians, Jews for Hamas, and all the other ancillary uh, groups had taken over Steinway Street off Astoria Boulevard, two blocks from the 114th Precinct, right off the Grand Central Parkway before you take the Triborough Bridge into either Manhattan or the Bronx. 
And once again, we heard the sing song that is accompanied every demonstration in favor of the Palestinians and in favor of Hamas. From the river to the So as you can see, very organized, as Bill O'Reilly said, much more organized than your peeps, Justin Ellick, the Jews. Uh, Let's compare. And I've been warning you ever since that unity rally, I was the only one to say that was a bust. Everybody else, oh, wasn't it great? All the Jews got together to say no to terrorism, no to Hamas. Yeah, all Jews. Lined up in Dag Hammarskjöld Plaza back on Tuesday, brought together by liberal, democratic, Jewish agencies, where only Democrats were invited to speak, Republicans none, and no other religious leaders other than a few designated rabbis. That is not a unity rally. Unity means bringing together your own people, because you left a lot of Jews out of the mix there in Dag Hammarskjöld Plaza, and bringing on the Gentiles, especially, as you've heard me say, the evangelicals. Look at the Palestinian side, right? They're wearing kafiyas. They even have Jewish kids with yarmulkes on their head, acting like they're davening, reading uh, Talmud, Torah. When they took over the Capitol building, who did they put right in the middle, Justin, out of all the demonstrators that were in the uh, Capitol? They put the Jewish guys, you notice, with the kafiyah on and the shawl, the prayer shawl and the yarmulke because they're winning the propaganda war. So if I'm not part of your tribe, Justin, and by the way, Justin, uh, at that Dag Hammarskjöld unity rally, it was all uh, Israeli flags, right? Occasionally an American flag, maybe a gay uh, liberation flag. That was it. You look at these Palestinian rallies, right? Palestinian rally. You don't see any gay flags. No. Because there they'd be stoned. <laughs> Trust me. Hamas, Islamic Jihad, Fatah would say, what? Are you a gay guy? Are you a lesbian woman? Are you a transgender? Put them on the top of that building before the Israelis hit it with a strategically aimed bomb and toss them from the top of the building and hopefully they'll be crushed to death. We all know that happens. And there ain't no American flags at those rallies. So if I'm watching as an American, right, and I don't have a stake with either tribe, because, hey, you're waving Israeli flags. Hey, I'm not Israeli, not Jewish. And then the other side, they're waving Palestinian flags. I'm not Palestinian. I don't wear a kafir. You feel like you're not part of either side. Later on in this rip and read, I am going to address how you strengthen the Jewish support side. And it ain't with more Jews. I'm telling you that. It ain't. You got to use ways to get a lot of younger people out because when you look at the polls, people who are 55 plus in our area are pro-Israel. No doubt about it. People who are younger than 55, Justin, like in your age category, it's like medze, medze, poco, poco, like 50-50. And the Gentiles look at it. Look, I'm looking at the rallies. I'm a, I'm a street guy. 
uh, absence of blacks, absence of Hispanics, absence of white ethnics, and absence of all Asians, Asians, uh, not even present. So you have a limited pool of people that you're pulling from, but the Palestinian cause, the Hamas cause, is putting Jews in the front with yarmulkes on and prayer shawls. Jews for Hamas, Jews for justice, Jews for Palestinians. They're winning this propaganda war. And then there's uh, Frank Morano. Uh, can we rename uh, Justin Ellick Frank uh, Hamas Morano? Because he got into it this morning with Sid at about 645. I, I want to play you a snippet of it. But clearly, uh, Frank Morano, we have no idea how old he is. Although if you go and you Google uh, Frank Morano, it says, can you try this, Justin? Google Frank Morano, and it says he's an actor. So maybe he is an actor for Hamas. Listen to him battling with Sid Rosenberg earlier this morning. A lot of those folks aren't necessarily out there blaming Israel for what Hamas did. I think a lot of them not are true. out there. Nope. Okay, well, nope, I, not I mean, true. I, I think even nope. that uh, that initial protest, if you look at the really cringeworthy comments from the uh, speakers, there were really only two speakers yeah. that came out and blamed Israel for right. what Hamas was saying. Now, um, this coming on the heels, I don't know if you're aware, wrong way, Lou Rafino. Frank Morano on his other side at midnight that you can hear Monday through Fridays from 1 to 5, did a full hour on the Ill- Illuminati. Do you know what people think about the Illuminati that that really represents Jewish control of the planet? You know, through the Rothschilds, through anything Jewish. Come on, Frank, an hour on the Ill- Illuminati? Does he even understand the history of Illuminati? Does he understand that it's always pulled in the Jews as if they're part of world domination, world control, the Illuminati, right? For some of you, it's George Soros. And notice how Sid hits back. He hits them hard. I've seen, I saw all the news networks interview countless people in the crowd who were, A, saying Hamas didn't do it. A lot of the videos and pictures you're seeing of dead babies, Israeli propaganda. These are not the politicians. These are not the speakers. These are the students, the young kids who go to our local universities in the crowd. Don't tell me these people, for the most part, are are, are, are sympathetic towards the Israelis but love their own well, people. Well, no, no, no. I didn't They're say animals. that. I didn't They're say that at animals. all. Frank Morano earned the new nickname Frank Hamas Morano. Illuminati for an hour. Although I noticed that the uh, person being interviewed never mentioned the Rothschilds, you know, all those, all those key phrases that talk about Jewish domination of the world. Shame on you, Frank. Shame on you. Sid, outstanding Zionist there. But Sid, again, uh, is now charging me with the responsibility of getting more people at these rallies. And uh, apparently Danielle has told him, you guys don't know what you're doing. His wife, uh, leave it to Curtis. I will. That's why you don't want to turn the dial. I'm going to give you my my layout for how you can overcome this Palestinian dominance with boots on the ground over the Jews right here where there are more Jews than anywhere else in the world other than Israel. The big NYC. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Sliwa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Like 
Yes, last night I met with the rebels. I'm going to give you the details as we are going to do everything in our power to stop the building of the tents to house illegal aliens on Floyd Bennett Field. The process is underway. I'll give you an update momentarily, but uh, let's look at uh, the clock. Let's see. My clock here says uh, five days left. Uh, Justin Ellick, I know you want to go over volunteers, IDF. I understand that 120% of those uh, who were called up, that means more than even were called up, are already, uh, you know, getting ready to go to battle with Hamas and possibly Hezbollah and Islamic Jihad and Fatah. But uh, you're running out of time. Uh, the whole world is going to be against you, and probably the United States, uh, if you don't get going in five days. But let's stop the clock here and turn to the invasion of our own country, which to me is the most important issue of all. Because in these invaders who are being allowed in, unchecked, unvetted, no papers checked, clearly, I think everyone acknowledges now, could be members of terrorist cells, hell-bent on cleaning the table and making sure the third time is the charm. 1993, they tried to take down the towers, the World Trade Center, almost uh, 9-11, they did. And you better believe they see that porous open border between Texas and uh, Mexico, and they're coming in by the dozen. There's no doubt about it. I mean, think you got to think like a terrorist. Think like a terrorist. Right? You'd be sending your squads, your little cells right now, because all you got to do is put one foot over the Rio Grande and you're home free. Next stop, New York City. And then in the midst of all this mishigash, there's uh, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who has become the mayor of the illegal aliens. And this is all he says whenever he goes anywhere and people talk to him about the asylum seekers, the migrants, the illegal aliens. I cannot emphasize enough of when you're at capacity, every day is a challenge. Every day uh, the chief of staff and the deputy mayor and their teams are calling around, trying to find spaces, looking at lists. Yeah, every day they've checked 3,000 locations. So I know a lot of you are smug and you think, oh, it ain't coming to my neighborhood in the city or even in the surrounding suburbs. Think again. The plans are already up. As soon as I get them in my hands from the rats at City Hall and the other city agencies, I will announce it here. That's for sure. You'll hear it from me first before you'll hear it from anyone else. But with that in mind, I went out to Floyd Bennett Field. Once again, the Sullivan family, uh, Michael uh, and uh, Tom and all the Sullivans, first in war, first in peace, uh, met Michael and uh uh, some of the rebels from both Brooklyn and Queens, uh, right at the point where they are starting to construct the tents. And I had to walk through the marshland, do the video, which you can get on Facebook, you can get on my Twitter, you can get on Instagram, you can get on the WABC uh, Facebook account. You can see it there. As I got as close as I could. Uh, the authorities saying, we're going to arrest you if you go another foot. We're going to arrest you. Get out of my face. Here we are, Floyd Bennett Field, runway 19. You see behind the first tent of many to come. The intention, eventually 7,500 single, able-bodied, illegal men. They claim they're only going to put women and children in this first tent. But they never put women and children in a tent. 
legal aid is going to go to court and block it. And then they're going to bring in thousands of single able-bodied young men here to Floyd Bennett Field. The politicians have lied to you. They've forsaken you. It's up to us, the people, to organize to stop this. I'm going to come back with a plan, but we're going to stop this just like we've stopped seven other migrant centers, Staten Island, Brooklyn, Queens, and Manhattan, and the Bronx. Stay tuned. We got a plan to shut this down. Queens and Brooklyn united together. We're going to close down this Floyd Bennett Field tent that's going to house illegal aliens at our taxpayers' expense in an age of terrorism. How do we know they're not terrorists, right? No, no, no. Not here, Eric Adams. Not here. That's right. And in order to facilitate that, I met with the rebels uh, on both sides of the border of the boroughs. They came from Brooklyn together and Queens, the Irish Riviera, Rockaways. And we met at Brennan and Carr. Great, great place. I never I never knew what it was. I passed it many times in growing up in Brooklyn. I always thought it was like a, a German joint. You know, you get Wiener schnitzel and uh, uh, beer, you know. Or maybe it was an old Bunt. Who knew? What's it looks like? Who knew it was owned by Irish guys? It's now the Sullivan family that runs it. So we sat down and we've come up with a plan. I always come up with plans. I, it's not just false rhetoric. I deliver. I, when I say I'm going to deliver, I do everything within my capacity to deliver. And so do the rebels, as you've seen. So we're going to have two town hall meetings. One will be in on the Brooklyn side of Floyd Bennett Field. Uh, the uh, location to be determined, that'll be on Monday night. We already have the location Tuesday night at Rockaway Town Hall. Actually, it's a Rockaway Town Hall meeting at the Bell Harbor Yacht Club at 7. Uh, it'll be co-hosted by Sid. Obviously, he is uh, right there from Bell Harbor, and yours truly. And the folks uh, we'll be talking to are in Rockaway. And these town hall meetings are different than the rallies, Justin. These town hall meetings, everyone will get a chance to speak, but most importantly, community members. We're going to have the lawyers speak if any of them have filed uh, lawsuits to get a preliminary injunction. Uh, the politicians will be able to speak and tell the uh, local constituents what they're doing. I'm not going to beat anybody up because the lawyers have to do what they got to do. The politicians have to do what they got to do. And the rebels have to do what they have to do. This is the successful formula that we used in Staten Island. We stayed out of each other's lanes, the politicians, the lawyers, and the rebels. And we were successful. And we will be successful if we can accomplish this. So there will be two town hall meetings. And we're asking representatives of the mayor's office, because we know he's not going to come, and the governor's office to be there to explain what those tents are going to be for. I want I want to get them on record because they're saying it's for women and children. And I know that the moment they bring the first woman in with a child, legal aid is going to go and it's going to file suit and they're going to win. Uh, they're going to get a restraining order because you can't house families in tents. Uh, you might if it's a refugee uh, center in Syria or Lebanon, you know, for the Palestinians. We've seen those. But you can't if it's here in America, and especially on federal parkland. So this is this is what Eric Adams always says, is that it's going to be uh, women and children, and it never is intense. It's always single, able-bodied young men of military age, illegally here, with nowhere to go and nothing to do. 
And that that's a recipe for double trouble. I don't care if you had a thousand young men from an Ivy League school, a thousand young men from an an elite prep school like Poly Prep Day School, which Sid came from, and, and his two friends, you know, Tapioca Head and Idala, the sickle fan of Eric Adams. You get a thousand guys, two hundred of them are going to run wild. It is this is just the way guys are. Just, we we need to stop the lies. And Eric Adams is already complaining because without calling us the rebels or without citing me, he has another term uh, that he uses. <laughs> You'll like this. <laughs> Pass the muster of getting over the on the ground stuff that's going on. The on the ground stuff. You know, that's what the rebels do. And then, of course, he's stymied because he knows uh, that he has to have corporation counsel deal with the legal issues. Pass the muster of the lawsuits. All right. So we know the legal aid is going to file a lawsuit and he's not going to be able to house families there. So it's going to be single able bodied men. Then you have Joanne Areola. She's the city councilwoman there. With Jamie Williams, uh, who is the Democrat on the Brooklyn side, and they have their attorney, uh, Champoli, John Champoli, who've gone into court. Okay, and they're doing their thing. So they all have an opportunity to make a present. The people have a right to know. And I'm not going to editorialize it. At the end of uh, the town hall meeting, I will present what the rebels are going to do without disparaging the politics. We, we all know where we're at. Uh, just like in Staten Island, there was a certain point at St. John's Villa Academy. The reason we were successful is people had called me a liar. They say I was making things up, and that was in May. Uh, and then all of a sudden, in St. John's Villa, we had that first rally. Thousands showed up. And the very people who called me liars, Republicans and Democrats, they were there. And uh, we made up because we got to all be together in this. It's the only way to fight it. You need three aspects. It doesn't mean I got to like them. I certainly ain't going to love them. Uh, may not work together on anything else, but uh, this is this is uh, pressure time. Pressure to get things done. And then when you listen to Eric Adams, he's going to stand up with whoever he does send, or I have a feeling he won't send anybody, and that'll be an indication to everybody in Queens and everybody in Brooklyn on both sides of Floyd Bennett Field that he couldn't give a damn what you think. We have a city to run, and darn it, we're running the hell out of this city, like it or not. Yeah, let's see. That's going to be his attitude. And this is coming from a guy. This is his own words. Let's listen to it, because I think this is one thing we can all agree on. You are watching an incompetent person turning a competent place in a city to live in. This is what we need to recognize. We do. We absolutely do. And increasingly, people who voted for Eric Adams, uh, because he was the cop, you know, he had government experience. How did that work out? Huh? How did that work out? In in some respects, we're in worse position than we were with Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, and his uh, corrupt wife, uh, Charlene. Now, remember, nobody's yet investigated $1.5 billion uh, that de Blasio and his wife, Charlene, stole and probably have in an offshore account, whether in Panama, Switzerland, the Cayman Islands, uh, you name it. Because not a dollar was spent to care for the emotionally disturbed person. You notice uh, 
Uh, Justin, 53rd and 5th yesterday, not far from our studios here, the emotionally disturbed man. They know he's emotionally disturbed. They know his name. He pushes the woman into the tracks. She almost gets killed. Uh, she's in critical condition. Uh, what happened to all these emotionally disturbed persons that Thrive was supposed to take care of? That crook. And clearly the mayor and all the Democrats, they don't want to investigate their own. They don't want to eat their own babies. But let's stay focused on stopping the illegal aliens from coming into Floyd Benefield. So I will continue to give you updates uh, as to when the town hall meeting will be in Brooklyn and where it will be on the Brooklyn side of Floyd Benefield. Again, Tuesday, our Rockaway town hall meeting uh, on uh, no uh, illegals, no tents for Floyd Benefield at 7 p.m. Bell Harbor Yacht Club. That is being hosted by Sid Rosenberg and yours truly, Curtis Lee. And I have told everybody I will not be criticizing anybody. I am there just to listen from everybody and then present what the rebels are going to do because our plan of action will involve civil disobedience, will involve disruption. Uh, I am already alerting the authorities. You don't have enough parks police. You don't have enough states police. You don't have enough NYPD to assign to this compound. Uh, I will make your life miserable morning, noon, and night. Now, they've talked these 10. You got to go to Facebook. You got to look at Instagram. Uh, you got to look at uh, my Twitter account. Look at the WABC Facebook, too, uh, and Instagram. And you will see. I did a video in front of the tents that are going up. They already made that a DMZ. They're telling me I got to get out of there or I face arrest. Well, guess what? It will be my 81st arrest. That's a guarantee. But we will stop the tents and we will stop the illegal aliens from coming into Floyd Bennett Field. And on this, the rebels will lead the way. Up the rebels! Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. Really, really, Justin Ellick. Hak Tifa, the Israeli national anthem. How many people do you think that's going to get to a rally? No disrespect to Israelis or to Israel, but you play Hak Tifa in the middle of uh, Times Square, and none of the tourists from Nebraska nor Iowa, where there are more pigs than people, are going to be stopping, okay? End, uh, end of the song, please. Uh, I'm the ones taking over. The Gentile is going to organize these rallies because the Palestinian cause, Jews for justice, Jews for Palestinians, Jews for Hamas are like uh, just outflanking you, Justin. Your unity rally didn't do it last Tuesday at Dag Hammarskjöld. And I was the only one who went on record and said that. So based on Sid, who is flummoxed at this, Danielle, the smarter of the two, has told him, why don't you let Curtis do it? So Danielle asked me last night, she's also voiced the same concerns. One Jew for every four Palestinians here in New York. She said, talk to Curtis. What do we need to do? I mean, she she thinks we need to organize more, have more rallies, all that stuff. Danielle is right. Leave it to the Gentile, Curtis Lee. I know how to organize and get people out. So, Justin, could you take meticulous notes, please? 
First thing, you do the rally in Times Square at 4 o'clock. Now, why do you do the rally at 4 o'clock? Because all the construction workers from the nearby uh, construction sites get out. Uh, Cement, uh, Masons, Local 780, District Council 9, International Brotherhood of Teamsters, Local 282, New York City District Council of Carpenters, Local 3 Electricians. Uh, very few Jews in that. Would you agree with that, Justin Alec? Very few. You know, you're not into that. If your booby, your Zeta heard that all of a sudden you wanted to be a, a New York City District Council carpenter, she would say, and for this we sent you to Baruch? Wouldn't happen. So you have Lee Greenwood there. No Israeli flags. All American flags. You have him singing. Sea of American flags. Every construction worker leaving their their job at 4 o'clock. They're going to be drinking a beer. They're going to be vaping. And they're going to hear that resonate through the canyons and with their hard hats on and the flags on the side of their union markings. They're going to show up because they're going to hear Lee Greenwood, right? There'll be thousands of them. Trust me, this happened in the Vietnam War era when uh, the hipsters, excuse me, the yipsters of Abby Hoffman and Jerry Rubin took over Wall Street. The construction guys came down with their two-by-fours and took over City Hall. And they raised the American flag back up on City Hall because John Lindsay had lowered the American flag. You see? So that's number one. You all, you got these tough non-Jews there pledging support for America. And then you have a spokesperson open up the proceedings from the wounded warriors. A man who has been impaired. Because he was fighting terrorism here in America, 9-11, the attacks here, when they came at us because they wanted to destroy the big Satan America and the little Satan Israel. And then slowly and surely, you bring the Israeli flags out with a bunch of youngsters who look like hipsters and millennials, and you kick it in... So you see, you come in with the Beastie Boys, and now you got blacks and Hispanics and white ethnics and Asians who are saying, yo, yo, Beastie Boys, what's up, what's up? She's crafty. And then you stop the music and you let resonate through the canyons of Times Square. What AOC all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, leader of the socialists, had to say in the aftermath of the pogrom that Hamas committed against Jews in South Israel. That does not abdicate the United States from our historic role that we've played in the world of accepting refugees and allowing people to restart their lives here. And then all of a sudden, what? Bring the Palestinians here as illegal aliens? Everybody go, no way. We got enough. We got enough illegal. See, now you got everybody pumped up. And then... Just about when people are ready to go home, you say, and there's an after party because you got to have a party. You got to, this is what attracts me. You say, we're going down to 19 Cleveland, 19 Cleveland Place, Lower Manhattan. It's an Israeli club, EDM, and you get them to go by playing this song. Yeah, let me organize the rallies. I'll get the construction workers out there. 
I'll get the hip hoppers out there because what do they all like to do? Party. Party, right? Come on, man. This is the way to every young man and young woman, whether they're Jews or Gentiles. Leave it to Curtis Lee. And by the way, the PLO crowds, the Palestinian crowds, Jews for justice, Jews for Hamas, Jews for Palestinians, they uh, they hate the cops. We don't. So October 25th, 77 WABC and Ramsey Mazva back to blue with special programming all day long. To all the police officers everywhere who protect our tuchuses, we thank you for your honor and dedication as you protect and serve. Download the 77 WABC app and listen all day, October 25th. I delivered, Sid. Make sure Danielle gets that message.